my sight readings running out of steam. I thought this would be a nice challenge. This is the Bach violin solo. What is this? Allegro Asai. I thought Asai was an extra dry Japanese beer. Okay. What a start to the proceedings. Ah, oh, that's a little bit noisier. How about that? A little less so. What's happening? It's Thursday. It's the Thursday podcast, I guess. I've been kind of moderately consistent Sundays and Thursdays. Let's see how long that lasts. Ah. So how am I going to finger that? Yeah. Ah, so I've got to go down for that. Ah, yeah. And then that's a tough old jump. No, no, wrong, wrong, wrong. Yes. Oh my god, I hope Hilary Hahn never. Hilary Hahn is never going to hear this, but I really hope she never hears this. Butchering a piece of music that she plays so well. Uh, there's an amazing classical violinist by the name of Hilary Hahn. Go check her out on the interwebs. Do the Googleage. Do your due diligence on De Hahn. Um, she's amazing. Really incredible concert violinist. And has a kind of a great sense of humor as well. And uh, she has a pretty amazing recording of this. I think they filmed a version of it as well, so you can actually see her doing it. It's um, just amazing the way she phrases these things. And I thought I would grab it and use it as a little bit of a warm-up exercise, just practice routine thing for today, or this evening, rather. It's fortunate that this is session number two of the day. Yeah, I didn't manage to get three today. This is session number two. And as I'm kind of sight reading, I've heard her play it, obviously. But now I'm uh, sight reading it for myself. Uh, treble clef. This is a slightly more manageable tempo. Uh, Talking. Ah, boom. That's a, let's do it like that. Yes. Turner. Here we go. Um, 
that's a tough one. Ah, no, that's a B. Ah, that's more like, very Bach-like. Go figure. Some some intervals I'm not really used to arpeggiating here as well. stretch I was this one or no this one yeah intonation's a little tougher but make the biggest stretch and then the fingering is actually a little easier with the right hand stretches in the upper register there that is something that needs work maybe i play it down the octave let's experiment with that This is on a violin whether this was really written with a violin fingering in mind and whether it sits under the fingers a little easier interesting 
Anyway, um... Leap, always that leap. Uh, uh -huh. Wow, get in there. Yeah, okay. Something that needs maybe a little more work in the slow lane. But it's good. It got my fingers going here a little bit. Um, my brother-in-law hipped me to Georges Gillet Etudes for Oboe. What a pain in the ass these little suckers are. telling me like the f like a low f on the oboe is one of the hardest hardest fingerings on the instrument so this guy was just smashing low f in the one i was doing earlier on uh, kind of sight reading some of this live on twitch earlier and then he texted me and said number seven and then number that was number seven part of it and then he said number 10 you will dig oh boy these yeah none of these are what you might call easy i've never seen this one before so <laughs> I just don't have the feel in the upper register for the for the intonation or for the just for the note spacing. Damn it. Hey, man after my own heart. He likes he likes chromatic approach notes. Let's try that first passage again. Right there, why fucking be natural? We're in B flat, dumbass. There's the B flat. Right. 
I apologize sincerely for my uh, this nonsense. Range out the instrument here. Blah. Maybe there's a repeatable. Take those two bars actually. Uh, gotta make that better. Yeah, okay, first two bars concentrate with Nala. as well. Like it's not hard enough already, right? Idiota. <laughs> harmonics when I'm holding a risha. Okay, I start to like that little phrase though. Nice, back to the fingers. Um, Okay. 
second cycle, this is why it kind of resolves nicely. Ah. What am I going to do? It's got to be a better way to do that. See, this is the process. Just drilling down and finding, uh, finding good fingerings with the left hand and then picking for the right hand. I'm not doing it as slowly as I perhaps should, but um, but this is the process nonetheless. So I want to really be on my first finger there. Yes. And then, ah. Then there's going to be some little key like that that opens up. Ah, I need to be on my first finger there. One shift which I don't love. So three, uh, on, this is the left hand fingering now. So three, four, in terms of the five one, and then to get to the maybe that's better. So yeah, that is totally better. Sometimes it's good to practice the leap, like going three, four, and then two strings down, four to the minor third. But that finger is definitely going to have a ceiling in terms of tempo and like a basic agility. So instead of going three, four, four, I go three, four, and only come down one string and go to the first finger there. So ah, I messed it up. You know, I should drill down the entire thing like that, really nailing the fingering. And uh, there's nothing written in here. Obviously, this is a, an oboe book. It's in treble clef. Um, what is written in is that that it's um, piano and it's staccato in this passage as well. So I would imagine it's something more like. Something like that, a little softer and definitely shorter note. Um, no length. Uh, I need first finger there. Missed it. No. Yes. Okay, awesome. That's good. Ah. Yeah, good to be uh, paying attention to dynamics and what's actually written there, even though this is an oboe book, obviously. Um, good to face the challenge that is presented rather than just smashing through the notes. Always more difficult to do it at a slower tempo and um, and with a lighter touch at a lower volume. And of course. 
The computer went to sleep. It's actually a good sign that I haven't touched the computer and I've just been concentrating on the playing. Always a good piece of feedback there. Uh, this is an amazing byproduct of having world-class musicians um, in the family. I love this. Um, this came up like totally randomly today on a Twitch stream. And Will, uh, my brother-in-law, Chelsea's brother, was, uh, was on the stream in the chat. And uh, that's Oatboy1, if anyone's a Twitch streamer, especially if you're a Pokemon player. He's going to start doing music streams next week, he said. But he is a badass oboe player and apparently really great at Pokemon. I have no idea what that's about. But, you know, he's in grad school. Uh, so I don't pretend to know what any of that is about, to be honest. And it's got to be a weird time to be going to school right now, like in grad school, and not actually be able to go to any classes. I'm sure... I'm not sure. I'm imagining there are people listening that might be in that position. Bass players who are at school right now, university, maybe Berkeley, North Texas, maybe in Europe, somewhere, Australia, wherever you are, South America. I don't know. South Africa, wherever you're at, in school, but not really in school. That's got to be a tough one. Definitely feel for you missing kind of a year of what music school is so good for. And to me, that was always the network. It was never about the classes really it was about oh and here is a text from the wife um i don't have my kill switch on it was always about that network situation and um hopefully uh you will have found a way around that um and my wife is texting me anyone in scotland uh watching uh list watching jesus christ get it together Gwizdala. my wife is just sending me the fact that she's found a subreddit um scottish people twitter ever notice in american films and tv shows they turn up at the parties with a single six pack of beer imagine turning up to a house party in this country with six beers you'd get your oh i can't say that why well, can't you get your cunt kicked in <laughs> that ain't oh so good so good i wonder what the address of that subreddit is if i knew i'd share it with you um boom so that is <laughs> so that's happening um anyway what was i saying talking about music school and networking and all that good stuff uh <laughs> Oh, it's good. It's still there after a few minutes of talking and then going back to it. I like that. So some things getting through. But yeah, I hope you guys and girls have found a way around that and you're like keeping in touch with your fellow virtual classmates and just collaborating and doing things. That was always the most important part of going to Berkeley for me and why, even though I kind of disagree with the... I have a lot of opinions about... You know, guys, not me, really fuck. Um, I have a lot of opinions about music education especially jazz school and all that shit and how it's kind of the intellectualization of a of an oral tradition for the basically for the means of making money pretty crazy and uh but the network man it was so awesome 
all the great musicians I met at Berkeley and still work with to this day. Really, uh, so I hope you guys are finding a way around that. Nope, that's not it. Mm, running out of. up although it might sound like it um, love that change yes did make it oh, man. so i love things like this this is not unlike you know any of the what did I find the other day, that, or remember rather? Uh, yeah. There's an old one of mine. Jesus, can't play it still. Yeah. So I found another one of those. So it's I've always got something like that on the go. Something's on the stove cooking like that. And right now it's Georges Gillet. Gillet, Gillet right? French. Georges Gillet. Etude pour um, You noticed I haven't ventured out into another key yet. I want to get this really under the fingers. Ah. So let's try it and see, shall we? Um, uh, uh, nope. to add on to it transposing its sight it's kind of cheating because it's a shape and it's a pattern and you should just be able to move it around a fourth or wherever you're going to move it but also looking at the music in g minor in the treble clef and then transposing it at sight to see that's a good exercise always a useful skill to have can't even remember the amount of times been on a gig with a singer and they've said you know you've been playing a song in, a, in one key your entire life and they're like, yeah, let's do it like a minor third away from what you're used to, because they, you know, it's not maybe not a good key for them to sing in the original. And uh, sometimes you're lucky to have the chart, and you can kind of transpose at sight. That's one side of it, and other times just got to do it by hearing it. 
So important to work, I think, on both sides if you find yourself in situations like that. Reading and also just moving things around by ear. And that's really being in control of your root motions and your shapes and your two fives and basic harmony. You know, can you just play it in any key? Uh, regardless, great, great exercises. Um, do a little bit more of this here. staccato what is the tempo here so it's we're at 16th notes let me grab a metronome let's see exactly um it's 120 so i want to say let's see oh i was a little over there's the metronome Ooh, don't you love that sound oh, oh, oh fuck um. Yeah, it's good for a little discipline. I talk about it all the time. Why don't fucking do it? See how much the performance improved? Uh, he said as he makes a mistake, but it really did. Just from that little bit of discipline with the metronome. Sleepeth once more, um, but that's also probably a sign to say, dude, wrap it up before long um, and try and keep the podcast a little shorter and sweeter than normal. And I didn't do an ad run. Didn't do any ad reads in this. I always, uh, always, I have more recently been saying that the podcast is essentially ad-free, commercial-free. It's not sponsored by Squarespace or MeUndies or the Cash App or whoever. Um, but I will take a second to let you know about the new book from Practice to Performance, Jazz Vocabulary for Electric Bass that just came out a couple of weeks ago as of the recording of this podcast you can find it in the physical form at amazon.com it ships worldwide as do all of my books um, it comes with 60 videos and 30 play-alongs um, you can get it right this second at yannickwasdala.com and uh, as you know as with all the other books at my website you can bundle a bunch of stuff and save a little money if you want to perhaps get into more than one book. Don't forget to check out yannicksbassstudio.com. That's my online bass school. Um, and yeah, follow along on the gram uh, if you're not already at Yannick Wistala. Join me on Twitch most weekdays. Um, I tend to do 10.30 in the morning streams, Pacific time or sometimes afternoon or evening streams, but most weekdays on Twitch. Been super fun over there. 
and hopefully before too long it's going to be months i know but I, I i keep trying to look forward to it hopefully i can tell you about tour dates and live performances and actually getting back to doing what i do on the road uh for a real audience for you guys and girls of the bass and the music world um so i keep that in my hopes and uh i hope you are all good doing safe being sensible staying home you know helping the bigger picture and uh yeah i catch you guys on the next one